Hey, what's going on everybody? So I'm here to make a video with three tips to help you conquer your next big event that you might feel you're getting in over your head. Because if you saw what happened to me at Joe Martin, I went there to the pro race and got my teeth kicked in on stage one and four. You learn a lot from when you fail. And you know, bottom line, I just got my clock clean. So I wanna share the experience, um, no excuses, but so that you can maybe take some pearls from this so it doesn't happen to you. And really, uh, we'll try and do this in five minutes or less. Three tips, number one, uh, the first stage, I got popped real early. And, you know, again, no excuses, but I messed up in that we got to the race and it was the first time our whole team, there's seven of us getting together um, you're kind of talking to them, you know, I'd never been to Joe Martin, you're excited, you're a little anxious, it's the first stage. I didn't really get into my own routine, like I usually go ride 20 to 30 minutes before. We we were all talking and I was like, man, I don't think anybody, everybody else is going to really warm up. So I kind of went to scoot and hit some small little side roads, but I didn't stay to what I normally do. Um, that was a mistake on my part, so that's not an excuse, but that is a mistake. If you have a way that you warm up, if you have a way that you get ready, work that into how your team gets ready. Um, I've always said, you know, don't let your teammates dictate how you warm up for a race. And then I go to this race and I, I didn't let them dictate it, but I just didn't stick to what like makes me feel good before a race and get in my zone. Um, and then the race, there's an there's a eight, eight or nine mile neutral and you stop and everybody was cold, but I guess I should have tried to figure out a better way to stay warm. I didn't realize there was a chance of rain. I didn't think it was going to be as cold as it was. Maybe I should have put some like warming lotion on. I've got some. I'm like getting stressed thinking about this, just standing on that start line freezing. Um, and then I didn't give, I did not know the course well enough in the beginning. I knew Fayetteville had some hills, but it has some punchy steep stuff, which is where I can get dropped. You know, if it's a highway climb, that's good for me, that power. It's, I don't have a lot of FRC and ability to go anaerobic. So we hit the first few steep portions. I'm about to sneeze. Um, I went too red too soon. And just being, you know, early in the stage, wasn't warmed up enough. I rode myself right out of that race and got dropped real quickly. So the tips from that stage are do your warm up, do what's going to get you ready for the race. And obviously know the course better. That was just boneheaded. Um, it is a massive disappointment to roll. You know, we had to hustle. Picked up a few guys that had flatted. Maybe a few other guys got dropped to make the time cut. Um, helped 0% that day. That just... That feels horrible. Um, stage 2 was much better. <laughs> got my warm-up in. Uh, was real active in the beginning. Trying to see, there had been some people that made comments, sometimes an early move went. You're kind of ripping down this wide open four or five lane. Uh, it's not really a highway, but kind of like uh, if you picture a road, like a lot of strip malls on the side. So, uh, gotten a bunch of little moves that lasted real quickly, like fireworks going off. And then Tanner eventually got in the move that stuck. Um, unfortunately, the brake didn't work well together. And they got pulled back. As we were going up the big climb, I flatted got a real rear wheel that didn't work so well um the gears some were skipping kind of in the middle of the cassette which was unfortunate but i got back on 
rip through the caravan, which was actually kind of fun. You know, you watch pros do that in a race, and usually there's not a caravan in an amateur race. Um, so I guess, you know, I didn't learn too much from that one. Uh, things I didn't know, um, you know, felt like I was able to contribute by being active in the beginning. And then Grant had the phenomenal move at the end where he got away and, uh, came in second place, which is incredible, which if you don't realize how incredible this is, a couple people had reached out to me and said, man, you know, things didn't go well for you this weekend. What were you thinking? Like, this is a pro race. So this isn't going to a race where there are pros. Sometimes we have local races and if, you know, um, a pro comes to the local race, that is not a pro race. This is like this year, this is Joe Martin's probably the fourth biggest stage race in the U.S. These are hitters only. Like, you have to get invited to this race. We had to get our team invited to the race. You don't just register as a Cat 1. It is much different than doing the 1-2 race. Um, so for him to come in second and eventually, as you saw, get the green jersey, it's like, that is so awesome. Um, just so proud of that dude. And so going back, you know, going into stage three, um, a buddy was like, dude, yeah, you know, I just like, got a phone call so I'm going to have to try and blend these videos. Um, I came in 86th. When you go to a race like this, I think there was 115 guys that actually started, give or take. Um, Skill-wise, watts-wise, you know, on my level, everybody is where I'm at or they are better than me. So you go in hoping that I, you know, I was hoping to maybe make a long break. Um, I was hoping to maybe get in a move halfway through the race that could stay away and drive something high-paced. Um... You're not going in expecting to win. You're not. If you get 20th, that's an incredible result there. Um, there's a very big difference. So, like, it gets confusing for people when they see, like, Cat 1. Then there's Domestic Pro, Pro Connie. Like, what is this race versus other races that we do? He's like, man, I never see you get worked like this. I don't really ever get to do races of this quality. So, you know, I was disappointed because I just got popped on the first stage. But this isn't a race that you're going in like, yo, we're definitely going to win. We're going to throw a podium party. We're going to run things. If some, Do we have a chance to win? 100%. We wouldn't have gone if we didn't. Um, I mean, as it shows, Grant almost won. Tanner's super aggressive. Johnny and B Money were trying to set something up for the final sprint for the group. Um, there are chances to win, but um, it's not expected. And now, we weren't definitely didn't notice. And this is a great lesson that I got reaffirmed that you need to take home we preach specificity we weren't sure if we were definitely getting in the uci race until about a week and a half before so i did not mark this down as an a race i thought that i could i'm you know doing all this training for these long gravel races i thought 150 was long now we're doing 340 i exploded at gravel worlds last year so i've been trying to like hit that long stuff I can do that and go race the 1-2 race and be competitive. Man, if I'm not racing with specificity for the pro race, it ain't happening. Um, You can't go into a race where people are getting teed up for a couple months before this thing and try to race your your peers or better than you. Um, You know, a great... I say it's a reaffirmation because I knew that when I did the Fort McClellan Road Race when it was a pro race, a real pro race... 
Um, I came in 10th. I still say that's my best result of my life. It beats any win. It beats being on the podium at bat and kill. Um, you know, people get confused. They think when I won a Grand Fondo that that is more important than a pro race top 10. I came in behind Greg Henderson, who used to race for, for Team Sky. I trained for that one climb for two months with a ton of base behind that. Super specific. And it paid off. Didn't do that for this race at all. Um, paid the price. So if you're racing your peers or higher, get specific. It will help you massively. I cannot stress that enough. So without that, you see what happens. I just got crushed. Um, time trial after two 350 TSS plus days. I was pretty happy with, with how I rode it. It's just I'm a big dude. Um, I got worked. And that's just the skill level that's there. It's no surprise. Um, and then the crit. You know, number three, I guess, is the mental side. I have a really difficult time. I can hide my weaknesses for crit racing in a 1-2 race. It's just a little bit slower that, it, that I can get away with. I don't have great cornering skills. I have a hard time going full throttle with a lot of people around me. Um, you know, people wonder why I try and go off the front. It's just not, I've never been comfortable with it. I've tried to change it. I've tried to work on it in certain ways. Um, I haven't, you know, people always said for the past 10 years, try to try to do more of these races. I just don't enjoy them. And when you don't enjoy something, you're not going all in. Your mind's not right. Like you gotta be in it mentally and physically to perform well at a crit at that level. I just don't have it, you know, and I'm okay understanding that. Um, one of my mentors, well, he technically says we can't call him a mentor because a mentor is someone you can call on the pick of your phone. A guy I look up to, Ty Lopez, in the digital space. Um, he's an entrepreneur that's been doing everything from marketing, advertising, a lot of different projects. He understands wholeheartedly in his businesses that when something's not working, he knows when to pivot. And I think in my own business life, pivoting out of medical device was something that I lacked the gusto to do because it's something I knew and something I was you know familiar with and I was making money doing it and it's like ah you know pivoting in life isn't always easy but pivoting in your racing style and the racing that you approach it is time for me to understand like pro crits are not something that I thrive at and and you, you know we had a game plan to try to protect the green jersey I couldn't even get to the damn front of the race let alone contribute before I was popped. Like, that's dis so disappointing. So, what do I take from that? Besides, like, people will say, oh, just move on. No, like, I like to, like, ruminate on things for a little bit. Ruminate on your failure. Is that the right word? I don't know. I might be making that up. Think about your failure and not only understand, like, the causes of it, but what are you going to do moving forward? For a pro crit, somebody else should probably take my spot for that. So, um, I need now there's these other opportunities, these gravel things. I'm pivoting, I'm learning how to race gravel. I'm embracing that side of the sport. And I still have my heart set on doing pro road races because I can contribute in those. I can do well in those. I still haven't been on the top step of one. That is a dream. Being on a podium of a true pro race would be incredible. But you never know. You have the on fire day, you train specifically. And, you know, you come out and get in the right opportunity, you have a little bit of lady luck with you, you get it. So stick to what you know works for you. Train specifically and get your mental mind game right before a big race. When you're racing people at your caliber or higher.
And you got to do though. Go to these races, even if you know it's disappointing to you know I. It's definitely disappointing to come back, not being a great teammate. But it's also you got to learn from that. You got to grow from that. And I made a comment to one of the guys who reached out. Who was like, dude, I can't believe this happened to you. People see sometimes a cat one cyclist. We're we're not. There's tons of people faster than us. Okay, like we're fast locally. We're fast regionally. We're not fast compared to a lot of other people. You got to understand though to get to that level of your. You've obviously raced a lot of your cat one. You've lost a ton. Like I post my Palmari because I'm proud of them. I want people to know I've raced a ton. I have experience in different types of races, but like, it doesn't have all the losses. When I lived in upstate New York, I'd drive to Philly, I'd drive to Jersey, I'd get my face kicked in and I'd drive home. Those are tough weekends to like, absorb. You come home, it's Monday morning, you're like, man, what was, was that weekend worth it? In the trees, it sucks. Right now, I was like, eh, that weekend was rough. I had a great time, made some new friends, uh, made some stronger bonds with teammates that I have already been friends with. Um, but you need to grow from that and step back in the forest. It's not all bad. And then after you've done all that, then you keep trucking. Then you keep moving it. You're still going to send it and, uh, it's going to be all right. So maybe pivoting, keeping pivoting in mind. But if you're not comfortable with something, figure out how to get comfortable or find another way to be a good teammate. So... Boom. I don't know if that was five minutes, but that it is what it is. And we're off and running. We're going to Gravel Nets next weekend. So hopefully we got some uh, more DNA good news. But we don't want second place this time. We want that jersey. See ya.